Okay, so welcome to Takedown Podcast. I'm Brandon. And I'm Gabe. And today we'll be talking about sports, but first we're going to start off with uh, ways to read a text. So the first one is create images in your mind. And this can um, tie to life because when you're trying to do something, if you can create an image in your mind, it's proven that you can achieve it better if you can, if you can imagine it. The second one is to analyze context, such as like authors and history. By analyzing context, you can look up who the author is, get a background knowledge of who they are and their writing style to help you better understand what you're reading. Or you can look up the history, which will be able to set a background for what you're reading or what like the writing style was in that time if the author was writing in like a set history time. The third one is analyze words. If you are reading a book and you learn more words and you can analyze them and know what each word means, and, and you're in a conversation at like, say you're at a job interview and you use some big words and they'd be impressed with you because you know exactly what they mean. The fourth one is to analyze structure slash language elements. This, uh, this was kind of a hard one. This would be like analyzing like how the paragraphs are set up and how words are used throughout the context of the book. Knowing this will help you better understand what you're reading and also strengthen the way you can also write future papers or so. Uh, the fifth one is the analyzing setting. Um, this could be helpful in a book so you can see how the characters react and why they react in a certain setting. Like if it's a scary book and they're in a haunted house, they can, um, you, that's why they're so scared. And this can tie to life because I don't know if you're walking to your car in the middle of the night and you're kind of scared, you just analyze and just look around, make sure nothing bizarre is happening. The sixth one is analyze people. I'm not sure how you can really connect this to a book. Like, I guess you can use character development to understand like that character. And I guess you could put that into real life. Like with, let's say you're doing a job interview and you're interviewing somebody, you can use your character development skills to see if you really want that person for that job or not. And that can help build character or so. Um, the seventh one is to connect to previous knowledge. If you're reading a book, like the book I'm reading is um, Warriors Don't Cry and it's about the Little Rock Nine going into that school. And previously in a couple of years I took a history and we learned about this and I could just tie, I could tie to the book a lot better. The... Um... The eighth one is connect pers to connect personally. This means when you're reading a book, not just to read the paper just because you have to, but to also read the book and try to connect personally by like your emotions or past experiences so you can have a better connection to the book and you'll also, it'll also stick to you better. Number nine um, is asking questions. Um, it's always good to ask questions so you can get more knowledge to figure out why or what is happening and that's an important skill to have in life number 10 is research the unknown i feel like this is very important because why would you read something that you don't know and just finish it and still have no knowledge of what you read researching what you know will help build your knowledge and will also make things easier for you to understand i think that should be pretty self-explanatory why should, as to why you need that for life because you don't want to go through life not knowing anything at all all right, and that's it for the ways to read a text. All right, for our um, 
Now we're going to talk about how learning styles connect to our life. All right, for the first one, we have visual. For this, it really means like you prefer using pictures and images in spatial understanding rather than like physically doing stuff and other things to learn. So like you like, let's say you're watching a tutorial that you'll learn a lot better from a tutorial than rather like having someone just tell you what to do. Uh, the second one is oral. Um, you prefer using sound and music. This can help you. Like some people, um, say you're trying to learn a new language. A lot of people listen to like, say if I want to learn Spanish, you listen to a lot of Spanish music and it'll help you learn because you want to understand what the words mean. And our, for the third one, we have verbal, which means you prefer using words, both in speech and writing. So let's say you get like, um, you're trying to build like a bed. So when you get a, when you get the, what is it called? Instructions? Yeah, the instructions. You can build that quickly, first time without having to second guess anything, having troubles at all. Or let's say if someone gives you like a recipe, you can just look at that. It'll be so much easy, so much easier. Or someone can like come up and just tell you what to do. And then it'll be a lot easier for you to do things. All right, the next one is physical. Like you prefer using your body hands or sense of touch like you um you'd rather build something so you know how it works and you know how you could um make it if you need to make it in the future for our next one is social which means you rather do things in a group so this is a probably a big one for a lot of people so like you like doing things as group projects let's say you're doing like a science fair you don't want to do it yourself you rather or like have... a, or like this podcast oh like this podcast you rather do it with other people because it's it's just like easier for you to learn because people are helping you you're helping them it's a it's putting both oral verbal physical and visual all into one thing and it's making it a lot easier for to learn things next one is social no, it's uh, you, solitary. You skipped logical. Oh, oops. Okay, logical. You prefer using logic, reasoning, and systems. Like, you prefer, like, getting facts and whatever the facts say, that's what you think is accurate. The next one is solitary. This is for people who don't like doing anything social, so they'd rather do work all by themselves. So, like, if they get a big project, they don't want to team up with anybody. They feel like they have to do it themselves, and that's the only way they can learn. It's basically self-studying. Or, like, if they're an introvert, and, yeah, just like that. And, honestly, I think the best one for me would either be physical or visual. I'm really, or social. I'm, uh, I can do basically any of these, but right now, I think the best way for me to learn would be either physical or social, because that's the best way I can learn. Me too. I, I feel like that's easier for... Most people. Yeah. All right, so now we're going to start talking about our sports sections of the podcast. Yep. And we're going to begin with uh, Penn State versus Ohio State. This was a duel that took place... Uh, in Ohio. Yeah, in Ohio, and it was about a day ago. And uh, these are the two top wrestling teams in the country right now. Yep. It was a really good duel. Uh, who was your favorite wrestler again? Uh, my favorite wrestler was Bo Nickel. He is first in the nation right now. For Penn State, right? For Penn State. And he took down... The number oh, two. The number two who was at Ohio State in a minute, 30 seconds. Uh -huh. With a cradle, right? And, yeah. And in college, 
that's huge because usually in college no one gets pinned. It's like the score is like three to one or like it's super close. And Bo Nickel took out the number two person in in all of the United States and pinned him in a minute and thirty seconds, which was huge. Yeah, he did it no problem either. It was it was just a quick pin. Yeah. I was expecting a close match this whole time. A lot of people were telling me that uh, what was the other kid's name? It was Jason Moore or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, they the Jason Moore was the second place, uh, second best wrestler in the nation at that weight class. Everybody's telling me that he was gonna pin Bo Nickel, but nope. Bo Nickel pin, pinned him in a minute thirty seconds, and it was amazing. Yep. Um, who else was that? Mark Hall. Mark Hall. Mark Hall wrestled before Bo Nickel at one hundred seventy five pounds against. Uh, number 13 ranked? Yeah, it was number 14, 13. And Mark Hall's number two? Mark Hall's number one. No, Mark Hall's number one. And Mark Hall goes out there and beats him like 11 to two. And everyone kind of knew that Mark Hall was going to win because he's he's just really, really good. Yeah. So it was a really good match for Mark Hall. A lot of people are talking about setting up Mark Hall, who was number one at 175 pounds against Ohio State's 185-pounder, who is number one in the nation also. Mm -hmm. They want to see those two wrestle, and I honestly think that will be a great match because they both have basically equal feats, and I, don't, I, I actually don't know who would win. Probably... I think the Ohio State might win. I think the Ohio State guy might win too, just because he probably cuts down from 200 pounds and is just pure muscle. Yeah. Um, so the overall score at the end of the duel was 14 to, like, 5? It was 14-3. 14-3. And Penn State took the W, and um, it was just a good match overall. Also, on the, was it Ohio's team? Uh, um, Malik Henselman? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he, he won, right? He won, and he wrestles for Ohio State. Mm -hmm. And he, also, he came from Castle Rock, Colorado. Mm. And Didn't you actually wrestle him? Yeah, I wrestled him at uh, Western State, and he beat me in my... 10 seconds. He's an amazing wrestler. And he's only a freshman in college. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a few prospects out there like Dominic Serrano wrestling out of Windsor. Who, he's, what, 50 and... He's 50 and 0 50 right now. 50 and 0. And he's going to be, obviously, a great college wrestler. And I wrestled him a time once and at uh, regionals, actually. And he took me down at least 5 seconds and it was over. He's just freaking a monster. He is. And I keep hearing a lot of rumors about him being looked at for the Olympics. Mm -hmm. He took uh, Flow Nationals and took first. He's actually fifth in the nation right now, which is freaking amazing. That is pretty good. It's really good. And that's fifth in the nation. Is that just high school ranking, or do they include like high uh, college kids too? I think it's high school ranking. All right, because out of the whole United States. Yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. And he 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 places every year. He goes up a weight class, and every year. He's ranked nationally in that weight class, at least in the top five. He's only in 11th grade right now, and he's won state twice. And if he wins this, he'll, I feel like he's going to win state all his years of high school right now. Because right now he's two for four, and he's only wrestled two times for state. Yeah, and he's, def he's definitely going big places with wrestling. Yeah. Okay, and that's it for... Well, that is, that's it for our wrestling talk right now. All right. All right, so in other news... Um, Last weekend, it was the Super Bowl, uh, the Los L.A. Rams versus the New England Patriots. Uh, this game was kind of 
it was kind of a record breaker for being the lowest scoring game in all of Super Bowl, right? Or one of the lowest scoring games? Yeah, it was a very boring game, honestly. What was the finally final? It was like 10-3, um, I believe. Something like that. Patriots just went up um, at the end and just finally scored in what the... It was 13-3. 13-3, yeah. And no one scored until this... No one scored like a touchdown until the fourth quarter. Yeah, it was. Yeah. If I have to be completely honest with myself and the viewers, I think this was the worst Super Bowl I've ever watched. Yeah, it's super boring. And um, Tom Brady again gets another ring, so he has six now. So it's really good for him, though. Yeah, I'm kind of glad that he got that ring. Yeah, me too. Even though I was rooting for the Rams, even though I, sh- I shouldn't have been, because the Rams played horrible, I think. I'm pretty glad that Brady won. Yeah, he deserves it. He's just he freaking. He's legit the goat. Yeah, he's he's a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, every every time I saw a play with him in it, he was the pocket that he had with his offensive line was mm-hmm. just perfect. Nobody ever got through. It was no one. It was just a perfect pocket. It kind of remind me when Peyton Manning played for the Broncos, how he had that perfect pocket and no one would ever get a sack on him because the offensive line was just amazing. Yeah, I agree. He is obviously going down in history for this. And oh, he, he the Patriots now have tied the Pittsburgh Steelers in the most Super Bowl appearances. I think it's uh, seven, I think, now, which is really good. Um, What else? Um, How do you think the Rams played? Not good at all. Uh, just their quarterback was too young. He had no experience in the Super Bowl like Brady did. And um, he wasn't calm. He wasn't poised as much as Brady was. And um, he just, he had no experience. So that's probably why they didn't do so good. He's probably just, his nerves are too high. Yeah, I definitely think that the the quarterback for the Rams, honestly, he he panicked a lot. And he also didn't have, like, self-awareness of, like, his surroundings or anything like that. So, like, while he was looking for someone to toss to, he wasn't looking out for anybody that was, like, probably coming, breaking through the line to get to him. So... He got, didn't he get sacked a couple times? Yeah, he did. And I, I found that very disappointing. And also his throws were just always too far off, too short. He never had any accurate throws like Brady did. Yeah, it was pretty just, it was very boring. And But the commercials were, some of them were pretty cool. Like there was this football commercial and I thought it was really funny. There was also this Pepsi commercial with um, Steve Carell. That was one of the best commercials, I think. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, I also think, Oh, we can't we can't forget about Edelman. Oh yeah, Edelman. Every pass Brady threw to him. Yeah, Edelman for the Patriots was uh, he was he was amazing. That guy could turn on a dime. I honestly thought that the Patriots would be tossing to Gronk Gronkowski the whole time, but um, Edelman came out and won the MVP uh, Most Valuable Player Award. Right? Yeah, MVP. Yeah. Yeah, he was he's pretty good. I didn't expect him to be that good. Yeah, and then now the Patriots gotta go meet Trump at the White House. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, that would be pretty pretty awesome, honestly. Although Trump doesn't like the Patriots. <laughs> Not many people in America do. Um, but yeah, I think that's it for the Super Bowl. Yeah, but well, did you see that one commercial with um, the Golden Football? That's the one I was talking about with football players. All yeah, that, I thought that was an awesome commercial. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So we're going to talk about something called FBLA. Which is Future Business Leaders of America. Not really considered much of like a... It's 
it's a sport in its own way. There's competition. It's not really like what sports you'd think we'd be talking about. It's not contact or anything like no. that. This is basically where you compete to be compete in certain things such as like banking and financial systems or marketing. Marketing or entrepreneurship. You just go do case studies, take tests, you just compete against other people. But Gabe and I had the chance to participate in something called banking and financial systems. And uh, so for this, we had to go up to Broomfield at this, or was it the, it was a bank. It was like something like First, I want to say First Bank of America Center. Yeah, it was something like that. And uh, we were in this auditorium and they took whoever categories at a time. So we went with banking and financial system because that was our category. And we had to go do a case study. So we had 10 minutes to prep with the problem. And we had to present that to a group of people and give them our best opinion and everything and answer their questions, which was very hard because some of the the situations was like they're $150,000 in debt and we had to figure out how we could help them with their retirement fund and um, other like on-hand money, which was pretty hard. Yeah, on, at first we were very nervous and we had no clue what we we're doing, but once we got in there and once we started breathing and settling down, mm -hmm. we quickly figured out what we needed to do and I'm pretty proud of ourselves for actually figuring it out. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was tough. <laughs> it was. We went in. We went in front of two judges, and we presented our case and our solutions, and we made sure to add a lot of enthusiasm and a lot of confidence in ourselves to present this. And they seemed pretty happy with us, seeing as how Gabe and I and our other friend Garrett, who was in our group, took a uh, first place. Yeah, and the top three go to state, so. We're going to stay um, being first in District 2, which is what we were in, which is pretty good. Yeah, and uh, State will be held at a hotel called Gaylord. The Gaylord Resort. Yeah, the Gaylord Resort, and we'll be going there for four days, and we're going to have to compete against State uh, people around the state. And First if, through fifth. First through fifth who plays go to Nationals, which is in San Antonio, Texas. Mm -hmm. And if you place at nationals, I mean, if you place at state and you go to nationals, I think, don't you become an officer for yeah. the state? Yeah, leader for, like, these events and stuff. Yeah, and that's pretty good, and I don't think it paid for that. Uh, I don't know, maybe. I don't think it, like, it's, like I don't know. After that, I don't know. Yeah, something like that, but it's pretty good, and it looks amazing on, on um, resumes or any, like, application that you're sending in. Yeah. It's going to look pretty good for college, too, so just a little update on FBLA, and I think that's all we're going to have for this podcast. you have anything else to add? Um, no, but it's just a fun little um, group and after-school activity that we do. I'd highly recommend it. Yeah, I learned a lot, actually. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like it's not like class. You don't go and learn anything. It's like on-hand learning. It's like in-the-moment learning, and I really liked it about uh -huh. that, and... You have to actually think. Yeah, you think a lot, and it's pretty cool, and hopefully it gets us places in yeah. the future, but... Yeah, agreed. It's all, it's definitely opening up doors for us. Mm-hmm. Look good on our college resumes, or, yeah. like, or any kind of, any type of resume would help us a lot. Yeah, I will, and now it's making me think about what kind of things I want to do with after high school and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and I think, uh, should that be it? Yeah, I think that's it for... Uh, thanks for listening to Takedown Podcast. Um, we'll, next week we'll do another episode, and um, hope you guys keep listening. Yep, stay tuned.